the lights are out. The game is over. But we're just getting started. He got it! It's time for Warriors Wrap-Up on the Bay Area's sports station. 95-7. The game. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to Warriors Wrap-Up, presented by Arlo Smart Home Security. Wow, what a game in Toronto tonight. The Golden State Warriors hang on to beat the Toronto Raptors 127-125. An absolute regular season gem tonight. It was maybe the most entertaining game of the year, if not certainly one of the most entertaining games of the year. And it was a game in which... The Warriors probably played their best offensive half of basketball this season. They were simply remarkable in the first half, scoring 81 points. They took an 81-54 lead after the first 24 minutes. They shot 73% in the first half. They had 16 assists, no turnovers. Uh, That was actually up through about the midway point of the second quarter. But the Golden State Warriors wound up going into the half shooting 70-plus percent. Absolutely incredible display of offensive basketball tonight. They had 22 assists in that first half. And then, of course, the second half rolled around. And that was a little bit different. The Warriors... For the second straight game, got warriored in the third quarter. Toronto came storming back and outscored Golden State by eight in the third. And then in the fourth, made a frantic run and cut the Warriors' lead to one at one point after Golden State had a 27-point lead. So much to get into tonight with uh, with the ball game. So many different aspects. 888-957-9570 is the number. And we're going to start after the break talking about the greatness of Steph Curry. You're listening to Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. Welcome back to Warriors Wrap-Up, presented by Arlo Smart Home Security. The Warriors 127, the Raptors 125 tonight. 888-957-9570 if you want to talk about this one. Wow, a lot to talk about, and we're going to get to your calls in just a minute. But first, the play of the game brought to you by American Express, proud partners of the Golden State Warriors. We're down to 29 seconds to go. Curry between the circles. Comes left. Now right through a screen. Feeds Durant. Durant with a jumper. Top of the key. Good! With 21.3 to go. The Warriors have a three-point lead. 125-122. Timeout Toronto. Yeah. Tim Roy on the call. That was your play of the game. And right now, let's go right to the lines. We'll hear from the fans. Brought to you by Nations Giant Hamburgers. Keep it real, make it Nations. Let's go to Gene in Oakland. What's going on, Gene? How you doing, Steiny? Doing well. Thanks for taking my call. Yeah. Sure. So, yeah, I tried to call a few days ago, and then again this morning, and couldn't get through. I wanted to make a case for starting Kavon Looney at the center position. And I guess because whether it was because Pachulia wasn't playing that well, or maybe it was his foul trouble, he finally got his chance at least to play important minutes uh, with the with the starters. 
And I think he shows he's, he's by far the superior center, you know, comparing him with Pachulia. So I'd love to see them start this guy at this point. Well, uh, let me ask you this, Gene. Would, yeah. you, would you rather see him start Looney than, say, David West? Cause, or, or maybe not David West, but would you rather see him start Looney or Jordan Bell? Or do you think Looney in specific? No, I I like to see Looney with the with the four all stars. I think he fits them so well because he moves quickly. He provides a a defensive presence. He's uh, he has to be accounted for, unlike uh, Zaza. He he um he can guard guards as well as big men. No, I, and he and he moves quickly. I mean, yeah, he's he does. Young, he's athletic. So I to me he 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 just fits in the flow. Uh, you know, and the and the you know. The, the the attitude of the of the starters. Yeah, no, and uh, I no, I think you got a uh, very good point there. Thanks for the call, Gene. Really appreciate it. And the other thing about Looney, you know, if he's going to be out there with the four stars, uh, Gene, he, he doesn't need he doesn't need touches. Uh, with the things that he does fit into that group. Offensive rebounding is one of his fortes. Uh, this team didn't rebound the ball well tonight, and rebounding is always something they. They concern themselves with because they go small so frequently. He's also a very good passer. Not that Pachulia isn't. Look, Looney's coming. I don't think there's any doubt about that. He's coming. And right now he's supplanted Jordan Bell. And I think the question you have to ask with Looney is, where are we going long-term with Kevon Looney? Because I don't know that he was really in the plans early in this season, but he has interjected himself into the rotation, and he has become a factor on this team. So Kevon Looney is somebody to look at moving forward, and the thing now is he's going to be an unrestricted free agent at the end of the year, so we'll see what happens there. Warriors 127, Raptors 125. We'll get into some nuts and bolts right after this. Kicked it over to DeRozan. Cross screen off a free throw. Now down the a screen rather down the lane. Left hand. It's up and good and a foul. And DeRozan has this crowd back in the game now. It's a 14 point contest with 456 to go in the third. Durant up top off a screen by McCall. Crossover dribble. Raises up another three. Got another one. Kevin Durant from downtown. And the Warriors have hit the century mark with 2.30 to go in the third quarter. It's 100 to 87. KD. Don't give Drake that much credit. <laughs> not give him that much credit. He's not the reason. He's not the reason why it was fun out there tonight. Uh, but he does bring a he does bring a different element to the game. Someone that was so close to the organization and to the city. Everybody re- realizes it when he, when, we, when you play here in Toronto. So it was a fun game. The crowd was always amazing here. I'm glad uh, it was a solid turnout. And I'm glad we got the W. Yeah, that was Kevin Durant talking about the win. How much fun the game was. Drake sitting there, as always. Warriors, 127. Raptors, 125. I'll tell you what, if you didn't watch this game, but you have it on on tape, I'd go watch it. It was that much fun. Warriors played a first half for the ages tonight. I mean, it was it was a flat-out clinic. Not just offensively, although, yes, it was an offensive clinic. But defensively, too. Golden State was up 81-54 at halftime. There was a point in the game they were shooting 73% with 16 assists, 
and zero turnovers. It was it was an exhibition. It really was. And the Air Canada Center is usually a place that jumps, and it was very, very quiet in that first half. Now, give the Raptors a lot of credit for coming back. Not quite all the way. They couldn't get that 27-point deficit to zero. They never got it even, but they did cut it to one. And that's where I want to start. Steph Curry. Now, he's missed two games because of the ankle. We're all worried about it. We all wonder what the future holds. He came back tonight. He had 24 points and nine assists. Uh, Only one turnover, too, by the way. He was 6-for-12 from the floor, 2-for-7 from three-point range. Made 10 of 12 free throws, 24 and 9 in 34 minutes. That's, that's a nice ball game for Steph Curry, uh, for anybody. I mean, we get so used to Steph Curry putting up monster numbers, 24 and 9. I mean, that is pretty, pretty darn good in 34 and a half minutes. What I'm getting at is that even though 24 and 9 is a hell of a game, Steph Curry has done more amazing things with less numbers. And so there might be a tendency to look at tonight's game with Steph Curry and say, yeah, he was okay. You know, boy, is it 127-125? You know, you would have thought Curry might have gotten 42. Well, you know what? Sometimes it's more important when you score than how many you score. And I'm a firm believer in that. And I know sometimes... In this day and age, with analytics and the way we measure basketball and the new statistics we use, the reality of the situation is that many people consider a basket in the first quarter the same as a basket in the fourth quarter. A basket in a blowout is the same as a basket in a tie game. I don't believe that for one minute. And with three and a half minutes to go in tonight's ball game, a very nice young player named Fred Van Vliet buried a three-pointer with three and a half minutes to go. And it cut the Warriors' lead to one. It had been 27. It had gotten all the way down to one on Van Vliet's three-pointer with three and a half minutes to go. Steph Curry came down, pulled up, buried a three-pointer of his own, and the Warriors go right back up four with about 320 or 325 left. That shot right there to me was the biggest shot of the game because that's a shot that if you don't make, the Raptors are in all kinds of business, all kinds of business. But he makes that shot, And you go from one hold and a chance to take the lead to down four. And you just thought you hit a big shot. You just thought you hit a big shot to cut it to one. And less than 15 seconds later, you're back down four because Curry came right back. And that's the kind of bucket, it's a demoralizing bucket, that to me is more important than just any old basket in the ball game. So I think Steph Curry, even though he wasn't spectacular tonight, he was just pretty good. He still had the biggest play of the game, as far as I'm concerned, with a big three-pointer, a little inside three-and-a-half remaining. He did miss two free throws late that could have sealed the game. The Warriors didn't have to... Uh, 
they didn't pay the price for the misses. But it was just a just an incredible game, an absolutely incredible game. They get a twenty seven point lead. They give up almost all of it, and then they end up winning the ball game. One one point of concern: Andre Iguodala. He didn't play in the second half because he it's a what is it a hamstring hip flexor this time. It's a hip flexor strain this time. So Iguodala didn't play in the second half because of Andre's age and just how big and how important it is to take care of his body. You always worry about Iguodala. Warriors next game, of course, Monday against the Cleveland Cavaliers on Martin Luther King Day. Let's go to Dre in Central California. What's going on, Dre? Hey, Stoney. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. You're right about Curry. I mean, when he nailed that three after the guy on Toronto hit that three, it really silenced the crowd and gave him a little momentum. And I thought when he went up for that layup towards the end, right before when he missed the two, he got hit hard in the body. Yeah. And he had to be hurt, you know, and I just I couldn't believe he missed two, but he's human. But then the last, the Toronto's last possession, mm-hmm. their second to last one, that loose ball, you know, he's he just come back from a few days off. He's diving on the ground. He's going there to scratch to get that ball, and DeRozan came over him. And DeRozan got called out of bounds on the replay. I mean, that's just the hustle Curry shows. He's he's an all-around player, no doubt, Steiny. Yeah, he's he makes winning plays. He makes absolute winning plays. Steph Curry does, and he made more than one tonight. You know, we talk about officiating a lot, and people sometimes get on me for. People who criticize the officials, etc. But you know, and some people think that I tend to focus on the way the Warriors complain or calls that go against the Warriors. But there was a play tonight, and and this is and this is a big problem with the NBA right now, an absolute big problem with the NBA. Kevon Looney has the ball on the interior, and. It's in kind of a crowd, and he's about to go up for a little bunny in the lane. And C.J. Miles comes from behind and reaches over his shoulder to try to strip the ball. And, you know, he stripped the ball pretty darn good. He really did. But he also completely came over Looney's back. He almost clotheslined him on the play. And if you watch the play, the Toronto bench and a couple of their assistant coaches in particular go absolutely nuts as if the officials made a bad call. It was such a foul, it wasn't even close if you watched it on the replay. I mean, Looney, Looney got mugged before the ball was hit cleanly. And... You know, the refs take a lot of grief, and maybe rightfully so, but that's the kind of play where officials get annoyed. And that's where this kind of stuff happens more and more, and maybe it does play into the officials getting more and more sensitive. Because they got to take it from the Toronto bench for five seconds about how they missed the call and how could they call that all ball clean. And it was a foul. And not only was it a foul, it was an obvious foul. 
obvious foul. Point is, is the refs still are right way more than they're wrong. And yeah, they're going to be wrong at times, but I mean, I can see, I can see both sides. I can see why these young players get upset, but I can see why sometimes officials don't respect the players because sometimes the players have absolutely no credibility. All right, when we come back, we're going to hear from Steve Kerr in the Warriors postgame locker room. You're listening to Warriors Wrap-Up, presented by Arlo Smart Home Security. I don't give a damn about no damn Drake Knight. Draymond might tap it to the far side to Clay Thompson. Ball comes up, he taps it back, and Durant goes and gets it. Durant fumbled it, picked up by Pirtle, blocked. Looney had it, deflected, it's on the floor. Loose ball, deflected, it's out of bounds. Who's got it? It's Toronto ball with one second to go. And I think they will review this. A scrum down to our left. And the ball ended up out of bounds. They rule Toronto ball. They will take a look. You're listening to Warriors Wrap-Up on 95-7, the game. They took a look, and it ended up being the Warriors basketball. DeMar DeRozan had, I think his back was out of bounds, and the ball hit his foot. It was a close call, but they went to replay. The Warriors ended up getting possession, and the Raptors didn't have a chance for one final three-point play. The Golden State Warriors hold on tonight, 127-125. It's their 12th straight road win for the Warriors, and that is the second longest in team history. They had a 14-game winning streak during their uh, 15-16 season. 14-15 season. Sorry about that. You get them mixed up. You would have thought they would have had the 14 game or during their 73 win season, but I guess they didn't. All right, it's time for the coach's interview. Brought to you by Walnut Creek Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram, where savings is simple online at walnutcreekjeep.com. What happened? They played great. I mean, I give them credit. They were physical. I thought what happened uh, overall in the game was that we played a phenomenal first half, uh, probably the best offensive half of basketball I, I can ever remember. I mean, we had 20 assists and one turnover, and we shot... I don't know what we shoot. I mean, it was crazy. So you knew we weren't going to do that the whole game. Um, and you knew you know, we are playing a, a really good team on their home floor, and they were going to respond, and, and they did. They got really physical. They got a ton of offensive boards. I thought all the fouling early in the third quarter by us changed the tone of the game. We just kept fouling. Same thing that happened against the Clippers the other night. And then we lost our pace as a result. We were taking the ball out of the net on free throws. So... Um, they, they controlled the pace and the tempo in the second half, and they got going. Is that your, is that your biggest defensive concern right now, the fouling? Uh, yeah, and the three-point line. Um, but the fouling is the big thing. Uh, which one? Yeah, well... Yeah, I mean, we had Clay on him most of the game, and we, we changed it up and put KD on him uh, to just get that extra length on him, and uh, he did a great job. Did your jaw drop and step miss? 
it happens. It happens to everybody. Um, so it, my jaw didn't drop. I mean, it was surprising, but you know, it's his first game back, and um, stuff like that happens. What happened with Andre? He wasn't out there. The yeah, he sprained his uh, like hip hip flexor um, or strained it I should say and uh, I didn't feel comfortable throwing him back out there in the second half so we, we talked it out with Chelsea at halftime and just shut him down. Was there any thought to, to try Jordan Bell? I know you were kind of switching going to different guys within a spot late. Was there any thought to go to Jordan? Not late in the game because I think it's unfair to put a guy in just who hasn't played at all and just throw him out there at the end of a really emotional, uh, tough game. So this was more uh, just a game where we stayed stayed with our regulars, with David. You know, it's, we went to David and Looney down the stretch. We knew we had to stay big because of Pirtle out there, and they were hammering us on the boards. So we stayed big, but we just decided to stay with the guys who had been playing. Yeah. Six turnovers. First half, we only had one. I think we had six in the second half. We ended with seven, according to to my stat sheet. But um, that's all right. I know we've we've established that. Um, uh, we we weren't trying anything crazy, you know. Um, simple. We we talk about it all the time. Just keep hitting singles. No need to hit home runs. Just keep hitting singles. First half was absolutely devastating. The way we moved the ball, moved our bodies, um, cut to the rim, and then you know three quick easy passes. And there was an opening on the weak side, and we took advantage. But uh, that stalled in the second half. Fortunately, we didn't turn the ball over much. Uh, six times is a pretty good number and a half. But um, but the the flow stopped. We didn't we didn't get anything going. People might see close tonight when you went to that step, Katie picking the ball. Uh, the game gets stagnant if you just run pick and roll over and over again and and obviously you've got um, personnel around those two that has to make that play makes sense and if you do it the whole game the other guys don't get involved we do it late you know we do it late in games we run uh, plenty of stuff between the two of them but um, I know everybody thinks we should just run it every play and uh, then the other the rest of the guys on the team will be standing around and they'll be useless so but it sounds good anyway in theory all right Steve Kerr that was the coach's interview brought to you by Walnut Creek Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram and the Golden State Warriors win 127-125 12th road win in a row for the Warriors and if there was one if there's one thing that was a little bit regrettable about this one is that the Raptors amazing comeback is going to take away from the Warriors first half because at halftime of this game I was thinking man I am just going to Dwell on the first half of this game because it's one of the best halves of basketball I have seen in a long, long time. The Warriors had it dialed in. They were so efficient. They were virtually unstoppable at the offensive end. Their defense was also very good. They held the Raptors to 43 Uh, 0.8% shooting in that first half, and it was just a a, a wonderful, wonderful first 24 minutes where the Golden State Warriors led 81-54. to A couple couple strange things happened in this game. In the last minute, 
CJ Miles, who's an over 90% free throw shooter, misses two of three. And then Steph Curry with 45.2 seconds remaining has a chance to to put the game into a two-score game. And he missed both free throws. Steph Curry missed both free throws with 45.2 seconds remaining. And uh, I'm pretty sure that's the first time this season he's missed two in a row, at least on the same uh, free throw set, if you know what I mean. So the Golden State Warriors ended up prevailing. It didn't end up hurting them. And they win tonight and raise their season record to 35-9, and which is best in the league. And that sets up the game that was supposed to be the highlight game of this trip. Monday at Cleveland. The only problem is Cleveland has been playing awful basketball right now. They've lost four games in a row in which they've had a lead of at least 22 points. Now you think about that. Four games in a row they've lost in which they've had a lead of at least 22 points. I mean, you almost have to try to do that. You almost have to try to lose a game, or four games, I should say, in a row after leading by 22 points. Overall, they're 3-8 and eight in their last 11 games. And, and depending on Cleveland's mindset right now, the Warriors are either going to be the best team possible to come in and play Cleveland, or they're going to be the worst team possible to play Cleveland. Maybe the Cleveland will see the Warriors and, and put together the kind of effort they'll need to beat a team like the Warriors, or maybe, maybe they see the Warriors and say, man, we haven't been playing so well. What's going to happen tonight? But anyway, the Warriors will be playing Monday, Martin Luther King Day, against the Cleveland Cavaliers, Game 3 of this five-game road trip. That's going to do it for the Warriors wrap-up. And as always, we're presented by Arlo Smart Home Security. And we've talked all year about Arlo and all the many things you can use Arlo for, but I found another one. I found another one. How about this one? The, uh, my, my nephew is visiting me with uh, his wife and their baby, one-year-old, one-year-old baby. And... They forgot their baby monitor. And so Arlo, the smart home security system, also could be and has been serving as the baby monitor at our house. Uh, These cameras are movable, if you'd like. Uh, They're high definition, so we just put a Arlo high definition camera into the baby's room. And anytime uh, when the baby started to stir to get up, the motion sensor went off the notification went to my my nephew marky and his wife caitlin and they knew the baby was up you you got to watch the baby while he was sleeping in crystal clear high def i mean the the cameras are weather resistant but you can also use them inside if you need to and uh yet again arlo coming through just like the warriors did they beat The Toronto Raptors, 127-125. I'd like to thank everybody for listening, and we will see you Monday when the Warriors play the Cleveland Cavaliers. Been cooking with the sauce, Chef Curry with the pot, boy.